0: This is WOMMLP operating out Burlington, Vermont 105.9 The Radiator. It's The Rocket Shop and I am your host Tom Proctor. With me tonight is Robin Reed. How's it going, Robin?
1: Hey, good. Beautiful day. Isn't it? In the valley.
0: It was, uh, it was pretty gorgeous all around Vermont, I believe, for the, today
1: yeah it was nice yesterday and then it was it did it again
0: i know i think this is probably the last last hurrah i'd believe before
1: could be it but was a hot summer i must say it
0: was a lovely summer i was very happy um lots of great sunsets of which there was another great one tonight did you manage I to catch it at
1: the kingsland bay state park which is beautiful but <laughs> some of those really hot days it was like you felt you were going to melt
0: uh, see, I'm a salamander. I'm, I, I live for those hot days. Stick me out in some tarmac. And Did you stay lathering out oil. there?
1: Did you stay outside on those
0: days? As much as possible, yeah. Good. Yeah. That's what you should do. My s- skin doctor's probably not too happy with me if I had yeah. one.
1: I wear a hat. <laughs> probably
0: the, sure. wiser, the wiser way to go. Uh, Robin, would you like to uh, kick us off with a song so everyone gets a good idea of what you're about?
1: Well, my songs are all a little different, so... Sometimes it's hard to judge me by one, but I'll try this one because it has imaginable words that are unimaginable. It's called fossil fuel. So. Well, Robin? I almost started on the wrong. Every day you told me how you wanted it to be. We were like two broken plates and the food shelf was free. We were roaming in the alleys, scooping up loose change, swapping cans for nickels in a world rearranged. In a world rearranged. And it would only take gas I was looking for something that I could only find, yeah And you promised to be faithful You promised to be true You headed for the country Without a thing to do I want to take you for a ride In my rig For a while I want to take you for a ride In my rig A search for home and you knew right where it was and you couldn't seem to get there and only just because you were tired, bent and battered, down on your luck, never making the right turn only thinking, oh what only thinking what the
0: Uh, was that uh, titled "On the Road" or? I call it fossil, fossil fuel. Fossil fuel. Sorry, I do remember that from the start. Now um, we're all victims. We <laughs> yeah. Was it was it you that used to drive the rig, or were you? No, oh, no. Well, it's
1: me making up like what it might feel like to be my husband, who is a dairy farmer <laughs> in Charlotte. He's a lifelong lifer dairy man.
0: yeah. So you, uh, pr- so yeah, I'm guessing you, you live on the farm yourself? Well, mm. we live
1: just next to the Old Lantern, actually. Do you know the Old Lantern I, dance hall? I where don't. they play terrible disco now. Sorry, I love the Old Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no snare on the Old Lantern, more, more on the old disco kind of element.
1: Right, but it's a nice, beautiful piece of land, and it's a wonderful farm, and the whole dairy thing is a crushing thing, which I'm still trying to figure out since I don't have that background mm-hmm. i kind of grew up in the one percent and now i'm in the definite bin <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how long have you been a dairy farmer for helping well out i've been married
1: to, to robert for 27 years so okay. i i do other things like substitute teach and i work at the park kingsland bay oh nice it's a nice yeah it's good i like dogs
0: it's a good combination of jobs, I feel. Substitute teaching and working at a park.
1: Yeah, uh, it it, Yeah, it works pretty well. I think that might be a, a new phase. So when maybe one day I'll come back and bring drummer Houston Houston Ilo with me. She wants to play still. So.
0: So that was going to be one of my questions. Do you uh, do you usually collaborate or is it usually a solo effort?
1: Uh, I do some collaboration at times. I um. Have someone who plays mandolin right now, um, and he he would have come over today, but he's a pretty big guy too. He likes acoustic, and he's doing an open mic in Shallot at the Grange, which is really cool. So we've been collaborating. That's fun, and we collaborated with another violinist and had a really fun radio bean gig. That was with Houston, who I've been playing with for a couple of years. She played. She's a drummer. So I do a little, but I'm kind of, I'm still shy about it. I kind of gave up my stage fright quickly at about 50, cause I realized like <laughs> you don't have much, you have to share your stuff, I guess, is basically what kind of prompted me to just say, okay, I'll play.
0: Was there any one particular moment where you're like, right, I, I'm just gonna, I've got all these thoughts in my head and I want to show them to everyone. I'm just gonna kind of bite the bullet and do it. Was, was there any kind of come to Jesus moment there?
1: Um, th- a little bit, not, well, when I was younger, I had a, a very nice acoustic guitar that my grandfather gave to me. Um, it was a Martin, a small little Martin. And I took it with me to Wales <laughs> when I did my junior year abroad. And, uh, and my roommate decided I was ready to play, and she sent me into a pub. <laughs> and I played a three-set bar gig sitting on a stool, and it was like my Sinead O'Connor day. I had my hair cut, like, to be a quarter of an inch, and I was wearing these star high-top sneakers I bought in Munich. You know, it was just, I hated it every minute. The guy's like, oh, that was great. When are you going to play again? And I said, not, nah, I'm not. <laughs> and I didn't for, like, 30 years. Oh, wow. I did play. I always played by myself at, you know, home and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. But then my little Martin was stolen when I lived in Manhattan. <sighs> that really hurt. And then this guitar, which is an old Gibson The Paul. It's not a Les Paul. It's a The.
0: Mm.
1: And they only made them for a few years. And um, it, like, launched itself at me when my friend took me down to the 47th Street where they used to have all the music stores there. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: I often hear that the the kind of the instrument kind of chooses you rather than you choose the instrument. Well, it
1: was really weird. I joke sometimes and I tell people that it was Bob Marley's practice guitar, and um, they believe me. It's like, no, I was just kidding. <laughs> it, it was second hand when I got it.
0: I uh, see. So you never know. Maybe maybe Bob Marley did uh, have a tinkle on that he before he got had on stage. He could
1: have just like had a the Paul that they decided, eh. but because he played a little different Gibson. This was a, I don't know what it was, but. What was it? Not I'm, a,
0: I'm not sure myself.
1: But it was a Gibson. But it wasn't this
0: one. It wasn't the Paul. I uh, don't
1: know. Somebody beat this thing up before I got it. And it's still kind of beat up. It has three pickups on it. But yeah.
0: I like it. It looks like it tells a story, that it guitar. It
1: weighs a ton. <laughs> I let other people play it. But, so if you want to play it, you got to call me up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll stick the number on the website. <laughs> um, so, you only recently got back onto the stage, and you know, the top 30 years is, is a big old gap.
1: Right, but it, now, that was 10 years ago, so I have to give my age away. Not totally, but, you know, I'm not young anymore, so that's the other thing. You have to sort of do stuff, <laughs> you know, it doesn't last forever, <laughs> right? It's like, yeah... So, but I always had songs bopping around in my head. So trying to track them down has been hard. Mm-hmm. And then the Burlington Songwriters Group, a friend of mine got me to go to that, and it was helpful. Um, and now they're actually playing here, so people who are interested in the songwriters group should check in on Tuesday evenings twice monthly. There's There'll be an open mic, which was last night, I guess, but I didn't make it in to town. And then uh, just where you come and you know, a meeting where you're supposed to just be able to play your new song and like, if somebody wants to criticize you and you don't really want to hear about it, then you can say, don't, I don't want to hear about that right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that, is that here in this Yeah, they're going to
1: do that here now. Look
0: at you, you know the schedule better than I do over here. Maybe we should, we should switch spaces.
1: So, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. And then there's an open mic now in Shalott that Mike, my collaborator, my mandolin guy, is reviving the Grange Hall, which is very cool. Mm.
0: And so, uh, in the in the meantime between you know when you weren't performing and and now when you are, uh, did are you playing songs that you came up with back in your twenties and thirties and forties, or or are you only playing kind of the stuff that you're creating at the moment?
1: Well, that's pretty good. Um, I mean, like, I have some instrumental things that I had, but most of them are are more recent, well, within the last decade or so, and I don't really actually catch all of them, you know, like, they'll come and then I don't practice enough, and Mm -hmm. I have that kind of syndrome. And there's so many good musicians that it's really hard not to say, eh, you know, why should I be, like, doing this, you know what I mean, like because you just def- it's so easy to defer to mm-hmm. other people that are just so great and then my mom who's also quite musical she played plays piano and she's taken to ukulele she's 83 she's like totally has a blast but <laughs> she took me to the symphony last weekend and there was a guy that played the violins I mean the symphon what that 's a whole different thing <laughs> yeah. you know we have fun with our music, and we have f- fun, but it 's not like we 're thinking about all those parts. I mean Beethoven was deaf he could, he, he had to know what he was writing down
0: mm-hmm. oh, it 's it's actually quite phenomenal we 've had um We've had some uh, young teenagers and whatnot from some, from orchestras on this show, and I'm constantly blown away by the amount of talent that these guys I'm have. I'm a,
1: a Ruby, who played the violin for the VYO for years since she was like eight or something. Worked at the park with me in Houston this summer, and we got her to play a gig with us, and it was so much fun. She was so good, mm-hmm. you know. It wasn't like an ordinary fiddler, you mm-hmm. know.
0: Really. It's. It really does blow. It really does blow you away when you get to listen to those guys because you really do feel that, it's on another technical level. And uh, yeah, it's always always a joy to have them into the studio.
1: Yeah, I've developed this weird frailing style on the guitar. You know, back from the old days of Freight Train or whatever. When I was learning finger picking and. But so, yeah, I'd say most of the songs that I'm playing now, well, I've also been venturing into a bunch of cover songs. And recently I had to learn a Led Zeppelin song for my goddaughter for her wedding. And it was Thank You, Thank Goodness, because I was thinking, uh-oh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, how am I going to play Led Zeppelin? But Thank You is a very pr- beautiful song.
0: Yeah. Um, talking of beautiful songs, do you want to uh, play as another one?
1: Okay, a beautiful one? I don't know. I usually have a choice between sort of cranky. They're usually, they take a poke, usually.
0: I'll take cranky.
1: I'll try this one, see, hijack. This one's not that recent. Oh, that's the sharing song. Hold on, they both start the same. Yeah, these famous chords, you know. My, My brother listened to one of my new songs and said that it sounded like Neil Young, and I was like, what? How do you know that that was inspired by Neil Young? It could have been somebody else. Was he right? No, I hadn't thought of Neil Young
0: (laughs) Just checking, just checking
1: (laughs) I mean, we did used to always try to imitate him When we were in eighth grade, you know (laughs) The classic wine Okay I wish I could take you by the hand Understand It would be so grand If we planned on loving this ain't no hijack Ain't no kidnap We're all Spinning out of time I got enough To do With my daily Chores To always be searching For a rhyme I get to wonder in every day Is love Out of the flow Or in the way Hey, hey Why must we question Simple true fact I thought love Went on forever But my Heart Cracked Ain't no hijack Ain't no kidnap I just want you to be mine, and my love for you may be out of place, and I know it's out of time. I just want you to be mine. And my love for you may be out of place, but I know it ain't a crime. I'm bound for heaven and on a dime. classic ending that you can never do right <laughs> That's a Neil Young ending. <laughs> no, no, I think it's more Buffalo Springfield. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I quite liked it. It's, it's a nice little floor to the side of... It's just old
1: little... Little willies or something, you know. Like, I never quite could get into the lead. I used to live in Italy for about six years. I lived in the Dolomites, and that was awesome. And there were these guys that played in this huge house up on the hill. It was leaning. It was like tilting, and the wall was cracked, and the floor was all tilted when you walked in it, you know? And I I had this guitar. I took it with me when I lived over there. And they loved it, and it played itself in that place, I swear. <laughs> I, a couple of times, I like, I'm like, that is me? I was ripping these leads, you know? I, I don't really know how to do that. Like... I, and like the next group coming up,
0: that you're gonna hear some good guitar in on that one. Oh, I'm uh, very much looking forward to them. I've uh, been listening to them yeah. this afternoon, and uh, they've got a guitar player to die for. Yeah, um, good, you good. you've lived in some pretty wild places. I mean, Wales. Where uh, whereabouts in <laughs> Wales did you live for Swansea. a
1: Swansea. Swansea. Where? What are you, wilds where, you get? where are you from?
0: Uh, I'm personally I'm from Manchester, but my dad's. Um, my dad claims to be Welsh. He's not. He's half Welsh. Oh. He, 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 he <laughs> That's lives like in,
1: being half of Vermonter. I, I know, right? My poor son, you know, he's got this total... He's totally identifies with his dad. Although he's gone to Texas to <laughs> chop corn. And and then I am like, Ugh, a flatlander and cannot
0: be a Vermonter. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's overrated to be a Vermonter anyway. Eh. As much as I love the place. Don't say that. <laughs> I know, right? I'll have a h- angry <laughs>
1: pit somewhere. coming to
0: the studio. Um... <laughs> So you lived in Wales and Swansea, um, and you lived in Italy in the Dolomites, which mm. is pretty incredible yeah, as well.
1: That was, that was incredible.
0: Yeah. Um, an is anywhere else as well, or is it? Not um, too
1: much. I grew up in Connecticut, You know, went to college in Maine, spent a lot of time in Pennsylvania. I, I took a couple road trips to California and stayed there for a little while, not too long. I'm, I'm pretty much more. I, I go back to Italy whenever I can. It's like I'm supposed to do all these other things and visit family on the West Coast. And every time I get a break, I'm like, Italy. Oh, oh my God. I have to live here again.
0: <laughs> I don't blame you. The food's amazing. The it's drink's great. amazing.
1: People are awesome. They just don't care about your shit. Sort of. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, they don't. Like, they just listen if you don't speak well. They don't care. Like The French are more judgmental, it seems. And the Italians just seem to be. Of course, it's a crazy scene over there. They've got really immigrant problems, and, you know, it's Italy.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, uh, it, it's it's not exactly known for its uh, bastion of left-wing ideology over in Italy, I, <laughs> I guess. Um, talking of which... Um, it's better you, if
1: you stay in the mountains. <laughs> I'm sure. Um Talking of
0: which, you you mentioned on I think your Facebook page that you like music that benefits a cause. So, what what are some of the causes that you like to promote?
1: I said that on my Facebook page.
0: Uh, it might be in your Facebook. It well, might I be. Well, I think revision. usually what
1: it is is being fair to other people, and trying to you know basically take care of other people and not you know and identify a little bit with people who needs need help or need stuff. So I guess every little cause that you can have you know like I'm not I'm not usually don't jump on a bandwagon too much um, but I do I'll play this one if you want the real song that says that has a little bit of a like an idea of a I'm never sure what I'm gonna play but I'll try this one because that might answer that question a little bit all
0: right let's uh I'll take it away is that okay more, more than good
1: Gotta get re- something you need, gotta get real, gotta get real. there ain't no escape for the wicked Woodstow voice And he held his head up high And he swore that he would die To defend The land of the free Hit back here and groan in the land that we call home that our cell ain't got a signal or the burgers got no cheese oh lordy please won't you look out for the 99%
0: These days, there's never that uh, that uh, um, a <laughs> positive, should I say? But you know, that's why we have music, so it we can be, channel it. And the
1: next guys will be more uplifting. I just like <laughs> that's a real song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, do, do you do you often sing about things that you know uh, you believe are true causes that you wish to champion? Is that kind of a theme in your songs?
1: Well, I guess it could be. You could probably say that in my like secret life. I imagine that people would be nice to each other and not always count money as the first thing. And I get a little upset with the consumer society. So I kind of was um, identifying when I heard Marxist jargon. I was like, oh, this is cool. These guys are pretty interesting.
0: You you really listened throughout the back catalogue there, didn't you?
1: I did. I went through a couple of... I was having fun with them. It was good. Uh, I enjoyed them. Thanks very much. Otherwise I wouldn't have listened. (laughs) 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 That's the other thing about life. It's so short. So, you know, you have to enjoy yourself. So then, then you're selfish, but then if, you don't, if you're not happy, then you're kind of no good, really, either. It's
0: but finding that balance, I guess. It is.
1: It's hard. So.
0: Well, Robin, um, we're going to have to wrap up this in just a second, oh. but um, is there any gigs you're, you're playing in the near future that you'd like to plug, promote? Yeah,
1: well, I'll tell you who's playing is my niece, Reed, and she is going to be next door at Arts Riot doing the EP release. She won the songwriters contest last year, which luckily I didn't enter and have to get beaten by her. <laughs> but she's really great, and it's Reed, R-E-I-D, Reed, Reed, Reed is her website, I don't know. And she's, she doesn't like the name Sarah, she'd be mad at this, but, <laughs> so she likes to want to call her, use her middle name Parsons, and then she wants to identify with her last name, Reed, which is also my last name. So then, therefore, I could be Talking Lake, and she could be Reed, but it's like, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But she's awesome. So that's November 14th at Arts Riot. November 14th at
0: Arts Riot. Are you going to be there for that one? Yep. My Excellent. brother,
1: who does this past the com, which is another promo thing. So, in my life, I felt like okay, my mom, she loves to stay up late and party with my friends, and I always read books and didn't party. And my brother was Mr. Min, and he parties and sings and plays harmonica. So, I always kind of just like, even though I was the oldest and he was younger than, and I have another younger brother and then a younger sister who, who like, earns a lot of money but doesn't play music. <laughs> so, I know which yeah, one I had
0: before. Huh? So I said, I know which one I prefer.
1: It really? It's like, well, she's, no, they're doing a good thing for the planet. They got a septic system renov- innovation that uh, aerates effluent. Um, and so more quickly they, you know, can be restored. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a,
0: it's an environmental kind of uh, Yeah.
1: I think a lot of stuff comes out you? of the environment. Like, you know, those Iranian songs that go, uh, 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 I asked some Iranians, like, where are those songs? Are those words? Or are they? And they're like, no, it's, they're just like emanations. Hmm. So
0: that's interesting.
1: Yeah, oh. it's probably like Native American stuff. That
0: they can. Well, Robin, it's been fantastic to have yeah. you on. Thank um, you so much. Please come on again. Any thanks other to the song? Big Heavy World. <laughs> <laughs> go Big Heavy World. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, we Bob. love Big Heavy World. Um, and it's been wonderful listening to you tonight. So thank oh, you so thanks. much for coming in.
1: Well, Tom, you're awesome.
0: Thank you. Um, We're going to have a very quick break, um, and our next guests are going to come in and get set up, and that's going to be Kudo Stooge. So uh, watch this space.
1: You're awesome.